Welcome to our very first episode of Down Rabbit Holes. We're your hosts, Raquel and Stephanie. Stephanie, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Oh, hello, everyone. Yes, so I am Stephanie Brown. Um, I'm actually from Seminole, Arizona, a real small town. Um, grew up there since I was 14. Um, I was born in Douglas. Mm-hmm. Grew up in Seminole, moved to Sierra Vista, and then moved to Flagstaff for 12 years. So um, I did my bachelor's at NAU for early childhood education, special education. And then I recently just finished my master's um, in counseling. So, yeah, got um, been married for three years. Um, Congratulations. Wonderful firefighter. Yeah. Firefighters. Um, We got three kids. So uh, 16, nine, and three. He's about to be four. He's the cutest. Yeah. So I got two bonus kids, and then we have one of our own. So shout out to my beautiful boys, boy mom. Um, Hashtag boy mom. Hashtag boy mom. Yeah. So, um, no, I used to teach, and then I used to counsel at Buena, and now I'm here. Uh, working as an instructional designer. That's yeah. awesome. Starting a podcast. There we go, podcast. This is going to be life-changing. Oh, actually. it is. What about you? Tell me your life story. Oh, man. I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> um, I'm originally from Michigan, so I have to first and foremost give a shout-out to our Michigan Wolverines. Ooh. What, what? Rose Bowl champs. It's oh. The, dude. Rose Bowl champs. Rose Bowl champs. Okay. It's, it's a big deal. Go Blue. Um, and okay, well, let me start off with, I have my bachelor's in education and I have two master's degrees in the same field. I was an instructional designer, uh, here for, um, tipping point. And now I have moved on to a different job. I don't really know what I'm going to be doing. You keep leaving me. So we should kind of talk about that. Yeah. We should talk about how we met. It was like maybe five years ago. I was, yes. uh, I think it was five years mm-hmm. ago. 2018 I, is yeah. when I moved here. Mm-hmm. I was uh, working at a school as principal and uh, Stephanie came and applied and, and uh, I liked her. Oh. I thought she was a great <laughs> teacher and uh, she had all the spunk and she held my attention actually in the interview and she answered the one interview question that I love to ask correctly. And I was like, we got to hire her right now. What did I answer? What was the question? Well, I... A lot of people ask me why I even ask this question as an educator, but there's a lot of reasons. And so I'll tell you why. Okay. My question was, if you were stranded on your way from here to El Paso and you were taking the back ways, your cell phone didn't work, you ran out of gas, you know, and there is no one that is going that direction. I don't know if you've ever gone the back way to El Paso, but you're, it's not on the I-10. It's the... But ways, it's a, like Lordsburg yes, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no cell reception. Right. And you know, there's nobody driving through there. Like no one, unless you're a border patrol. <laughs> right. Yeah. So my question to you was, what would you do? Do you remember what you said? No, but I think I said I would have started walking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And okay. As long as if your answer showed me that you were going to do something, that you were going to start walking, you were going to, or if you said I was going to stay in the car because there was a right. wild coyote outside or it was 115 degrees and you showed me some type of justification, but that you were still strategically thinking about what you would be doing instead of just say, I would sit there and wait until someone came by I, I wouldn't have hired you if you said that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Well, it's funny because after my interview, you showed me around mm-hmm. 
and you were telling me all of these things like, oh, and here's the lounge and here's the restroom and here's what we're going to do. And I was like, am I hired? <laughs> like, do I officially work here? But I think after that, I got the vibe of like, I had to go through all the like, you know, you had to submit and do all these things and, and then the official. But at, after that, I was like, I think I have a job. Yeah, for sure. It was like a no brainer to me. Like Aww, the moment. You. Oh, yeah. You walked into the room and you had the life. And keep in mind, like when you are a teacher, you're competing with video games. And so if you are not yeah. like alive when you're teaching, then I'm not going to hire you. But the fact of the matter that you said you would go and do something, you would figure it out. You were like, even if I had to siphon gas from a vehicle, <laughs> I would go and do it. That to me shows me that you're going to take initiative right. and that you're going to actually do something. And so I want to work with people that take initiative, that want to learn, that want to be, bring their best, that think strategically and that they don't wait for someone to come and do something. Yeah. Now, if you had a, a reason why you would wait and you could justify that reason to me and it made sense to me, I wouldn't yeah. say no. But that was that my first interaction. Yeah. With well, and then five years later, five Five years later, in August, but I got hired here at, what, 2000, well, yeah, 2023, August, mm -hmm. and that's when you and I reconnected. But let's back it up a little bit, because if you remember, in January of 22, I think it was, or 21, I was at a high school basketball oh, game, yeah. and I was at the top of those bleachers, and I see you and your firefighter down at the bottom and I was like I'm gonna go down there and tell her we have a position available for her and I went down yes, there and did. I talked to her and I was like girl you can come on over and you're like <laughs> well for my okay in my defense I was getting my master's in counseling true, so I true. had to still be at the high school and and you also kind of made a commitment well <laughs> yeah there, I kind of so did I, I get it so because our our topic surrounds change and we'll discuss this later. Um, when I, when I thought about it, because I'd heard about the instructional design from a few people, um, but jumping from education to not as educated, like not a, oh, yeah, not a job scary. in education is super scary. Super scary. So and I was like, I didn't know I was confident enough to do this. And I got here, you and I reconnected. Mm -hmm. we, sat together for a while and then decided we are super cool yeah and together. really funny yeah like really funny <laughs> really we play funny. well off of each other yeah and the reason if you haven't noticed of why our podcast is called down rabbit holes is we just went down a rabbit hole i was trying to introduce myself <laughs> and we got <laughs> way off the <laughs> base <I tracked. laughs> so that's so... the reason why it's called down rabbit holes but yeah. i'll sum up my life real fast um I am first and foremost mom. Uh, I'm a boy mom, hashtag boy mom, um, of an 11-year-old amazing kid. The joy of my life, the song of my heart. Uh, he is everything I could ever want to be. He makes me want to be a better person. Um, and I don't even know that he knows that. Um, he gives me a reason to want to try. And a lot of times, especially lately, we don't feel a, a huge reason to try, but he's, he's part of the reason that I get up every morning and put my shoes on and, and go. Um, and so shout out to my kid because he's the reason I exist. He's the reason I was put here. I know it. Um, and I'm a mother, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend, I'm an aunt. Shout out to my uh, nieces and nephew. Um, man, you guys are cool and you inspire me every single day. 
I was just talking to <laughs> Stephanie about my nephew right before we came in here. Dude runs like a four minute and 52 second, maybe even less than that. Oh, mile. I know. And I was just telling her that I got off the treadmill at 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, not anywhere close. Man, they are super no. inspiring. Yeah. And I mean, they don't even know how amazing they are. And so shout out to them because they inspire me to be better every single day yeah. in my life. So Stephanie, tell these people why in the world we wanted to have this podcast. Well, you just explained it. We we are super great together. Um, we laugh. We have very, you know, intense conversations, which can be funny, which can be motivating, which, you know, all the things that, you know, empower women that, you know, we're educated. I mean, sometimes we've go we've gone off on rabbit holes just in the craziest sense of things um, with tons of different people. So um, coming together and, and actually doing this and getting it started and and just enjoying, which is really our therapy for people's entertainment. Yeah, I think that if we just share with each other kind of the um, hecticness of our own lives, maybe people will feel validated. <laughs> maybe we will validate validation. <laughs> maybe we will feel valid in ourselves because, I mean, there are times when we, um, you know, we compare ourselves to people all the times and we feel like we don't, we're not doing enough. Um, and I think that this is just going to be a, a time where we can really just encourage each other mm -hmm. be a little light that's shining yeah out here in this darkness <laughs> first and foremost um we want to wish everybody a happy new year happy new year we make our own sounds right now so it's real <laughs> you're fun welcome. you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> happy 2024 2024 oh can i cut in real Ooh, quick producer oh, yeah. i just want to let you guys know you just said first and foremost 10 minutes into the podcast <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, let me introduce to you, producer, producer Will. Will. I don't want to be here. <laughs> but he is here. And he loves it. And he, he loves, loves it. it. Will, you want to tell a little bit about yourself? Not at all. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's fine. Real excited. <laughs> cool. Thank you for yeah. your contribution. Um, so <laughs> I also do want to um, publicly apologize for our Facebook post that was oh, wrong. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we put... We did say Wednesday. We just had the wrong number next yeah, to Yeah, we day. had the wrong number. So um, my sister-in-law, Clarissa, um, pointed that out. And she texted me yesterday and she was like, I would love a public apology. So here it <laughs> so is. So here it is. We're sorry. Um, lo siento mucho. Lo siento. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, so our podcast today, um, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any good ones? Um. Actually, it was really funny because I was thinking about this last night. Um, as educators, right? Like, it's super weird. But if you're not an educator, I won't go into the whole background about it. But if you are an educator, you understand the problem. So as a parent, as an educator, we learn to put things aside for ourselves and do things for others, right? And so I started noticing like a month ago that I was like, I can do this before I have to do this. And specifically, it was going to the bathroom. Oh, good. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I don't have to go that bad right now. Like, I'll just wait and I'll finish mopping and I'll finish. But as soon as you just said that, I kind of feel like I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna put the podcast first. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? But I started thinking about like, okay, well, um, 
I should probably go potty first. Like I should probably take care of myself first before. And so like I've been cautious about and like cognizant about Mm -hmm. when I have to use the restroom and doing it when I have to go. Yeah, but uh, that's... And I wanted that to be my resolution. Dude, you're about to peel back so many layers with this. I know. We'll do that a different podcast because that's a whole different rabbit hole. But most of the things like, you know, you have the typical ones, right? You want to work out. You want to lose weight. um, You want to cook more. You want to read more, like travel more. Those are all the things. But like specifically for me, like to better myself. Let me go pee. Let me go body. Please. (laughs) Please. The mopping can wait. (laughs) Just when you get the urge. Yeah. Just go. But I think as educators, dude, we trained ourselves for so long to not go bathroom all day that you have to make a conscious decision now to go to the restroom. Sometimes even set an alarm for yourself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I used to do that like when we used to have um, like specials for the kids. Oh, yeah. Like you drop your kids off at specials, you use the restroom, and then you go. Yeah. But God forbid somebody be at the copy machine before you. Dude, I'm about to set an alarm on my phone right now that's going to remind me to send you a message to go to the potty. <laughs> to go potty. Go potty. I'm going to help you with your New Year's resolution, sis. Oh, thank you. Well, like we said, so before we started all this, Raquel and I had timers set at the same time to take a walk. And we, and we and didn't, we didn't even plan tell that. each other no. that we were going to do that. Ten and two. Ten and two. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know how many walks we went on? Zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> because we put the Work. people first. Yeah, we did. Yeah, everything. we did. Yeah. But that is a great segue into one of my resolutions, if you want to hear it. Do you want to uh, hear it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. So I always, I think I even told you, every morning, every Monday morning, I start a new life. Like, <laughs> yeah, I start over right. every Monday morning. But my New Year's resolution is every day I'm going to start over. Every day. Okay. That's a good one. And it, I think it's because I would get caught up. That's why I started every Monday morning, because by Tuesday, I would mess up. And then I would allow myself to mess up Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, start over Monday, and then I would mess up again. And so my New Year's resolution is to start over every morning and reset myself and realign myself every single morning and forget what I did the day before, even if it was good or bad, and and realign myself and keep looking forward. Yeah. And so that, it sounds really silly, but really my New Year's resolution is to do it every morning. And then to not allow myself to get into that cycle of, oh, you didn't do this. Oh, you didn't do that. But recognizing all of the things that I did do yeah. and, and um, acknowledging those things. Yeah, looking I'm, at the positive. I'm really good at acknowledging those things in other people, but doing it for myself has been a challenge. So my New Year's resolution is to reset and restart every day. And, if I, and even if I need to reset and restart halfway through the day, right. like I'm going to do it. Um, and I think that's just going to be a good thing for me moving forward. I encourage all of you to reset every single day, realign yourself every single morning, give every morning that opportunity for you to just be like, you know what? I maybe didn't go to the gym yesterday, but that's okay. But it's okay. I'm yeah. going to go today. I'm mm-hmm. going to go right now. Yeah. Or maybe I didn't eat well yesterday, but that's okay. I'm going to eat well today. Yeah. And instead of being like, okay, I'm going to wait until next Monday or I'm going to wait until next month or whatever. But just allowing us the opportunity to if we make a mistake, hey, it's all right. Let's let's restart and reset. And I think that that is going to be um, the thing that helps me move forward. Hey, Stephanie, Erica, ask you a question. Yeah. 
why didn't the skeleton climb the mountain? Oh my god. <laughs> why? It didn't have the guts. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, the dad jokes. Hey, what did baby corn say to mama corn? What? There's a popcorn. <laughs> Can someone explain to me what the heck's going on right now? The dad jokes. Why are we dad joking? I don't because know. It's awesome. Because <laughs> okay. that's hey. another rabbit hole okay. we can right. go down what, to. What do you call someone with nobody and no nose? What? Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> oh my God. How do you get a squirrel to act like you, Stephanie? How? Act like a nut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll go ahead. <laughs> We're going to move forward. We're going to go ahead and keep moving forward. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so today we're going to take a deep dive into the topic of embracing change. You know, life is full of unexpected turns and it's how we navigate through them that defines our growth and resilience. For example, I'm going through a huge change right now. I switched careers um, mm -hmm. you know, That's I, huge. I, I, I started this career five years ago and, you know, after a couple of years, you get comfortable doing what you're doing. You become kind of a master of that trade or whatever, and you get comfortable and, and, and you, you feel safe in doing that. And then all of a sudden an opportunity came knocking on my door and I was like, I think I need to take it. Yeah, that's, I mean, and it's hard to do that. It's hard to make that jump especially when you've been doing this for so long yeah for sure like I, and you know especially in this job where knowledge is important to like that that longevity of that knowledge is super important changing into a new job holy scary oh yeah and it, it's a brand new job like I'm probably not qualified. <laughs> I hope that nobody who hired me listens Just to listening this. to this. I mean, to our very, all of our listeners, I think we have one. Thanks, producer Will. Woo! <laughs> 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 um, uh, but I'm, I'm really not qualified for this job, first off, so that's scary. And it's remote. And so that's another part that's really scary because I do, like, I make my my money my money maker is talking to people and right. engaging with people you are so. a huge communicator and networker like well, you are you an amazing huge i really appreciate oh my that. gosh <laughs> you <joking>. are <laughs> but you talk to everybody you're yeah. super social you network with people like yeah. you have you could go out and just like i remember you doing i think it was the best like professional development that i've been in oh thanks but you read a chil a children's story mm -hmm. and then you did a lesson on it mm -hmm. and it was like hey how do you but like you don't plan things. Yeah. Like if you, if you know Raquel at all, she does not plan things. Not much of a planner. Yeah, no. <laughs> I got <laughs> messages this morning that was like, hey, we could talk about this. We could talk about this. Mm -hmm. And like very on the fly. Yeah. But you're good at it. Oh, thank like you. Like you can make up anything. <laughs> And then Great. have people cry at the end. You're like, that was so inspirational. Well, I think that we just speak from our hearts. And that's what I hope that people get from this podcast really is just, you know, we're going to be raw. We're going to be real. We're going to be funny. Hopefully you'll laugh a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, Hopefully. But or relate. Or relate yeah. to some of the things that we talk about. Like this change thing. I, I mean, I really want to embrace change. Right. And I want to go into this next thing with confidence and, and with grace. 
but also with humility. Um, I, I just think that, I mean, we've all experienced a lot of change, right? Yeah. Like in the last five years for me, I've probably had some of the most life changing events that have happened to me. I went from being at this one job to, and, and having a, a fiance to not being affianced anymore oh, yeah. to leaving that job, going to a new job that I had no idea what I was doing to, um, being a, a, a part-time caregiver for my mom. Cause she had a stroke, um, right. to then losing my mom to then changing this new position relationships, you know, like some pretty massive earth shattering changes. Yeah in the last kind of five years. And to be completely fair and completely honest about it, I was really mad at my reaction to several of them. I thought that I was going to react differently based on what I was, what, what was indoctrinated in me as a child and what I would stand and preach about positivity and do all these things. And then when life happened to me, it was like, wah, wah, wah. You're not as strong as you think. Like, I'm a survivor. <laughs> like, I, I'm like basically just pet, like, I'm drowning, really. Yeah. But I also learned a lot about my own strength. And that mm -hmm. I learned a lot about who I really am and not who I was, who I was saying I was. Right. And, and so, I mean, I know that you probably have a lot of experiences with change. Well, yeah, I think, you know, how long has it been? Eight years that I've, no, what, six years almost that, you know, I, I moved to Flagstaff thinking that I was going to be there forever. And you know, that was going to be my home. And then, you know, change happened where I met my husband and, you know, added kids to our family and all of these things. And then I had to make the change um, to do it. So it, it's been difficult, but I do think all the time about the, you know, new year, new me. And not ev like you were saying earlier, like not everybody has to make a change, you know, after the new year. Some people are great with their lives. Some people love it, but you don't have to take all year. Like you could, you could be like, Hey, I started this res resolution, but it didn't work out for me. Let's adjust. That's I right. think what people think is that we're going to make major changes now. Like Dude. it's 2024. We're going to make them now. I'm going to go to the gym. No, you have to like, you have to have time to do that stuff. Like, so I was taking time and reflecting on myself and I was like, girl, <laughs> you've been doing this for 40 years. <laughs> you're not going to become a CrossFit pro tomorrow. girl. <laughs> like you're not out here running marathons tomorrow. Yeah, my like, my mile time is not four minutes. <laughs> it took some time to get here. Yeah, I'm you gotta, struggling. You know, and I think that's the part of change with grace. Yeah, we have to allow ourselves. Oh, absolutely. But you have to have a plan for change. Uh -huh. I mean, there's things that are going to come up, you know, really all of a sudden, and you have to adapt to that change. And it, it becomes hard. So you have to reflect and, and you know, with passings, right? Mm -hmm. you, that's sudden. Yeah. You know, it's all of a sudden you have to, you go in like go mode and you get things done and, you know, you're grieving. But then after that, you have to reflect on, okay, well, how... How can I be better? How can I change? How did this affect me? How do I move forward? Because right. like when my grandma passed away last year, it'll be a year this year. Um, you know, it was hard. She was my one of my last grandparents. Yeah. And so, you know, thinking about her and all the things that she taught us, you know, it was sad. You know, we finally we all got together and, you know, she she was a strong woman. And you think about all these things. But then after that, every once everything dies down, you think about like, 
how in everyday life can, she's not here anymore, but how in everyday life can I take the good things that she taught me right. and then implement them in my life? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and I find myself doing that with, with all of my grandparents who are now, you know, have passed. Uh-huh. Um, you know, taking bits and pieces from my mom's side or my dad's side and, and trying to put them in everyday life. Right. You know, like she, she was, my grandpa passed away, gosh, when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's, she was a single woman since then. Like she never had anybody. Yeah. But like she was, I remember one time, she, you know, my dad was trying to help her do something and she was on the roof. You know, the seven-year-old woman on the roof because she's like, somebody, I've been doing it by she's myself. She's like, listen, if you're not coming, I'm going. But I see that in myself because yeah. sometimes when, you know, if I need something done and it's not done on time. Yeah. Or like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to do this. I'll do it. Yeah. You know, like I'll just, if I'm, if I'm able, yeah. But I see myself in her, yeah. you know, or her and me. So. I mean, I, I think I can totally relate to that. My mom passed away two years ago, but. Uh, three years prior to that, she had a stroke and she was uh, paralyzed on her left side. And so, and me and my brother and my sister all like said, you know, we're not going to put her in a home. We're going to take care of her. Yeah. And my brother actually did the majority of the work and, and so much of, uh, of the work was sacrificed by his, his family and, and, um, and, and my sister too. I mean, all of our lives were changed, but my brother and my sister really stepped up to the plate uh, to really take on a lot of that Um I, I'm the baby of the family. So for me, I was almost like in denial for a right. very, very long time. Like I was like, she's going to be better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And it didn't. And eventually when she passed, it was like we had to get out of that um, day-to-day survival mode. But we never mourned the loss of our mom right. from when she had the stroke. So then it was two deaths. It was like a trauma yeah. on top of a trauma on top of a trauma that yeah. we hadn't dealt with. But in those phases of change, we learned throughout that. Like right. we learned, like, even though we lost my mom, like the mom that I had before the stroke, the mom that we had after the stroke offered us a different piece. And we learned more about ourselves. And also we learned about yeah. our perseverance and our grit and our tenacity and all of these different things. We we learned about so many different things, but change is inevitable. It's an inevitable part of life, whether it's going to be a career shift, a relationship ending, a global pandemic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, how so much has changed in our life from yeah. even this global pan- pandemic. Well, you can never plan for a change either. And and it feels overwhelming. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's unsettling and sometimes you're like, I can't breathe. But the resiliency yeah of the human heart and the human mind and the human body. And especially when you can find comfort with somebody else. Right. Like I think one thing that happened during COVID, it it caused us to separate a Mm -hmm. little bit and we found different means to come back together. Right. So in that phase of change, now look at what's happened with technology. I mean, who would have thought about doing a podcast before COVID? I mean, there were some, but I mean, during COVID, podcasts became the thing, right? Right. Um, It was a way that we could connect because we longed for for that connection with people. Well, yeah. And it's the way, like you said, it's a way to relate to others because you know you're not alone. Right. People experience change every day. Right. And you're not the only one. And you might feel that way. You might feel like, oh my gosh, nobody knows what I'm feeling. But honestly, podcasts are really helpful to like, oh shoot. Cause I remember I had, um, postpartum. Oh yeah. I had postpartum mm-hmm. depression. Mm-hmm. And when I started listening to this mom podcast, it was, um, 
Buster Clucks or something like that. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> but and it was like, um, what the living hell was the other one. Ah, uh, yeah. And there were two psychologists and they they would just talk. They would talk about the frustrations of being mom. And I remember the first one I listened to was Mom Rage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. I have that. Oh gosh. Oh, oh Lord, I have that. <laughs> but but like you see, and then I joined the Facebook group and yep. I saw these people talking. It was like Oh, so I'm not the only one that that feels the mom guilt. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, the mom guilt oh, is real. And it's part of the reason why I made the resolution to start over every day. Yeah. Because I found myself like comparing myself to all. First of all, I just need to say everybody who posts on social media. I mean, we're going to talk about this some other time, but social media people. I mean, let's just be real with what's happening in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Because people over here making me feel some type of way because their drawers are organized with all of the organizational tools from Temu. Everybody's over here buying stuff from Temu or is it Timu Timu. Timu or whatever. They have boxes for their Ziplocs. I mean... I know you do, Stephanie. No, I do. <laughs> but I feel all of the judgment I definitely here. won that at our Christmas <laughs> <I know>. party. <laughs> Dude, I bought it and wrapped it for our well, Christmas Well, and then, party. so I had one, and I had already had the boxes, <laughs> so I had two, and I gave it to my brother-in-law, but, but... No, I agree. Because like some people's resolutions are, oh, I'm going to be organized. But then you see these TikTok videos and these Instagram reels that like are sped up by 10. And you're like, oh, I could totally do this in an hour. I'm all over here like, how? How? Like, I am tired. (laughs) I just want to sit. But that's where the guilt comes in. And it comes in and it comes in strong because then you're like, I'm not providing the best house for my kid. Oh, yeah. uh, Or I see all these parents like... Every other week, they're taking their kid to Disneyland. I'm like, where do you work? <laughs> so I, I asked that the other day. I was like, man, how do people like, you know, buy new houses and buy new cars and and go to Disneyland and all these trips? Like, I'm over here trying to go to Target. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm over here like, please don't bounce the check. Please. I can't have an overdraft fee. I'm like, if I go and deposit the money before nine o'clock. It won't give me an overdraft fee. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but like going going back to like being organized and all of these things, like it is really hard. Like that social media is like, how do you? Okay, first off, whose house is just completely white? Um, I, my sister's do you live is. In your my house? sister's is. Dude, I'm I'm looking at these. I'm like, it's you, like, do you live from here? Hobby Lobby? It is like a hotel, like. But I do like it because I, I did post it. I did post this thing the other day on Instagram or it was like a, a story that was like, why our walls are not filled with shit. Right. And it was like it was panning over grandma's houses and how the stuff's all oh, the yeah. knickknacks and things like that. And I'm like, God, I, I don't like knickknacks. I, I, I really don't. But right. like I do have things on the wall. Like, how do you know? How do you take down the family picture from seven years ago? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how do you do that? And then not replace it with a new one. Like, we haven't even done family pictures since we got married. Girl, I can't tell you, though. I have things, like, in the trunk of my car. I've purchased every single one of my kids, uh, like, baseball since he's been playing a sport since he was four years old. They're in the trunk of my car yeah. or in a drawer or somewhere. And I'm like, we Liz is more, girl. <laughs> Liz, Liz is, is more. more. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time. Going back to I the mom guilt, dude. Oh, I'm yeah. Watching myself mm-hmm. on, uh, I'm watching my friends on Facebook, Martha Stewart Facebook friends over here. Oh, yeah. Dude, they work a, a full time job and yet they can still come home 
and cook a full meal. They can DIY everything. They can hike 12 miles a day. Oh, yeah. Well, my uh, sisters and I were doing this the other day and it was like, I'm a full time. I'm a full time mom and worker. I bought McDonald's for my kids today for dinner. You know, like yeah. we were doing the whole like TikTok trend like, oh, I'm a full time working mom. I didn't get to vacuum today, but I'm still in charge of all the all the chores in the house. Yeah, I'm like, a, oh, I, so okay. I have also said that's part of the reason why I'm going to restart every day is because I can't have that mom guilt because you know what else I, I looked at? I pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my kid has a roof. Yep. He has clothes. That's true. He even has a red trumpet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He has a switch. He has all of these things. Yeah. And, I mean, and shout out to his dad, too. We co-parent very well. Um, and, and he helps out. But but I mean, I he has all the things. And so, again, I'm not going to focus on all right. the stuff that I'm not doing. And and while it's there and it gives me goals and it helps me be better, I, I'm not going to look at it like, man, look at all the stuff I'm not doing anymore. No, that's true. But then do you think that New Year's resolutions are even worth it? Like, because if you're constantly reflecting, like, right. I think as a goal for me is to constantly reflect, like not only to go to the bathroom when I need to, <laughs> but like, I've been cognizant of like reflecting, yeah. like reflect every day, take that yeah. two minutes you know, your pillow talk with yourself or whatever, like take that time to do it. And I think what really helped me too is switching jobs. Like yep. the change here was really difficult because oh, yeah. like you're going hundred miles an hour. Well, all I've day, worked every with day. kids for 10 mm -hmm. years, you know, two on top of that, because during my, my time at NAU going through all the practicums, all the internships, like all of those things, like my life was to these kids. Yep. And when I made the change, it was really hard because I didn't want to leave and and I didn't want to leave those kids and not be able to counsel them. Right. right? But then it was like, okay, is that for them or is it for me? Like, right. I have to pay the bills. I have to provide for my kids. Like, and, and again, shout out to my husband who does the same thing. You know, his job is very admirable too. Right. But again, what does he bring home from that too? And I think that when we embrace these changes, these life changes like us, it allows us time for self-discovery. Right. And, and just like you're saying, like this reflection, right? Yeah. It allows us time to really reflect and, and discover who we actually are. And that is scary. Oh, like, totally. Because I, I, like I said, before five years ago, when I transitioned to this job, I was working 30 hours a day. And I know that there aren't 30 hours in a day, guys. Don't judge me. <laughs> um, but I was working 30 hours a day. Yeah. I mean, and I was coaching my kids' baseball team on the third base, emailing parents from the base, you know, and not being present. Yeah. And I... I, I was my job and I lost who I was. Yeah. Um, and, and so now that we have time mm -hmm. to be reflective, it's scary because you, you find out who you really are. Yeah. And sometimes it's not who you thought you were. Right. And then you well, have to make changes. And like you said, being resilient, being, being able to adapt, like, you know, that every year is going to be completely different from the next. You never know what's going to happen. You can't plan for it. But if you can accept that change and accept all of the things that come with it, good or bad, and, and treat it as like a life lesson, you're going to grow no matter Absolutely. what. Absolutely. Developing the new skills that you Oh, yeah. Like, again, when I took this, this new job that I just took last week, and I was scared to make the change because it's something that I haven't done before, I thought about when I switched to doing instructional design. While it was still in the realm of education and instruction, it wasn't, I wasn't administering at being an administrator of a school anymore. I wasn't teaching kids anymore. It was something that I was 
had no idea what right. I was doing. But in a matter of a couple of years, mastered that skill. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to take this step off this cliff real quick. And this little birdie's going to fly. <laughs> Whether I fall fly. or not, here I go. You know, my brother sent me a, a meme the other day. And he was, and it was a, hey, I'm going to fall. But the people that are around you are mm-hmm. going to catch you and push you back up. Yeah, Surround absolutely. yourself with people mm-hmm. that when you fall, because it's inevitable, falling, yeah. you're going to fall no matter what. But surrounding yourself with people that are going to be there no matter what, even if it's an awkward catch. <laughs> they still caught you. They still caught yeah. you. Well, and to bounce off of that too, there's, there's, it has to be a good support system, right? But then there's also change in the fact of like, People serve a purpose in your life, absolutely, right? And when that purpose is done, you don't have to force that, right? Right? You can let go of people. And that's hard. Super hard. And I think I've experienced that a couple of times, like through my life where, you know, we want all these friends, we want all this attention. And then when you, it actually comes down to it, it's like, well, is that person believe in the same values I do? Mm-hmm. Or do they support me? Or whatever it may be. Like, are they still in my village? Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. they can still be in your village, but are you going to give them the attention that you did for that time that you needed? Right? Like I, being religious, Mm -hmm. right? Like I think people come in for a purpose Mm -hmm. and once that purpose is served, then, you know, they don't necessarily like die off. You know, you like, you never talk to them again, but you're not as close as you used to be. I think that one thing both you and I have talked about was in our job here, uh, working with some of the people that we get to work with, they both have, they have opened our eyes to our own uh, value of ourselves. Yes. And what we do for other people, just because that's just the way we are, but we need to value what we do, whether it's monetarily or whether it's our time, but we are, we were so free giving of ourselves and all of our things. In the last week that I was working here, I was, I was speaking with um, Chris and uh, he said something to me and I said, you know what? That person serves no purpose in my life anymore. So I'm going to cut him out. And he looked at me and he was like, I am so proud of you (laughs) because I never would do that before. I would just let that person continue to be a life sucker, a leech leech. on my life. Well, but then people people think that you have to have all of these friends in the world and, you know, the number of friends on your Facebook or how many followers you have. Like, literally, you don't have to do that. Like, you you don't. Like, let's normalize that the person that I, I spent New Year's with was my son. Yeah, absolutely. It was just me and my kid. Yeah. I was, I mean, I wasn't out there with the shiny shimmery dresses. <laughs> so that was another thing. Another <laughs> I'm rabbit hating, hole. I'm not hating on anyone who well, wears the shiny shimmery dresses because y'all know that I have my shimmery. <laughs> well, so I was, I think I was talking to my husband about this, but like we had, do you remember like, so in Flagstaff, they have the pinecone drop, right? And then you have the New York, you know, the ball dropping and all these traditions, right? But I was looking at New York and I and years ago I was like, oh my gosh, it would be so cool to be out there and like, you know, be at the concert and I love New York. Like it would be so cool. And then like literally 10 minutes before we had to leave, I was like, do you think it'd be bad if we stayed home? <laughs> Because we were going to a friend's house and I really just wanted to stay in my pajamas. Dude, I watched the ball drop just because I felt like I had to because 
I have to show my kid that this thing happens yeah. every year. So we're watching it. And the whole time I was thinking, that's so much mess. Oh my God. Well, so and then reading mess. about it, Who's it's like, clean all that up? it's like trashy one. And then the, the floor is trashy, but like two, where do you go to the bathroom? Right. Speaking of Going to the bathroom. Where I know. Do you, where do you We're go? prioritizing. Where you do you go? To go pee. But then it's freezing out there. Freezing. You know, and you, we were panning. It panned over all the people. And I was like, gosh, do you remember? Like, you know, I remember being in Flagstaff and, and celebrating all these things and watching the pine cone drop. And the the street was frozen. Yeah. But I there I was in my boots. To be there. Yeah. Chose and I chose to. to be there freezing. Yeah. What did I get out of it? It was fun. It was really fun. We did yeah. go to the bars. We did have that fun. But I think that that change, that time in my life mm -hmm. is now non-existent and over because yeah. I'm not, you know, 21 anymore. I'm not right. 25 anymore where I was like had the energy yeah. to go out there and do all these things. Like, well, I, I think that we prioritize our energy for other things. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. For like, your kids, like for your job, whatever it may be for yourself. Like lifting your 50 pound child. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> He is heavy. <laughs> my kid's heavy too, but yours is only three. Yeah. Well, he'll be four. <laughs> but, but he is no, he's, so cute. Oh my gosh, he's so funny. Oh, he is. Yeah, hilarious. he's hilarious. He just made me laugh so hard. And I was... I went to go pick him up and I was not expecting No, him. not ready. I'm pretty sure I have no. a herniated disc. No. See, and this is why I want him to play. Like, he's going to play. He's going to play football. Yeah. We signed him up for baseball. But I really, we went to a hockey game this weekend and I really want him to play hockey. Yeah. I think would, I'd be a cool hockey mom. He would be tough as nails. Oh, he's super tough. Well, when you grow up with, you know, I think our oldest, it was 12 when he was born and then our middle was five, like yeah. growing up with older brothers who are significantly older than you, like you have to be tough. Oh, and sure. the brown boys are tough. Like oh. they, they are something else. I could tell. I mean, and he's just a solid creature, but he is so adorable and yeah, cuddly and cute. cute. And I just want to eat him. <laughs> I asked him if I could eat his face and he was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he was playing with you. He yeah. were like biting his arm yeah. and he was like, <laughs> he is yeah. so cute. No, yeah. Um, I don't know how we got down that rabbit hole, but we did. Again, um, see, this yeah. is how, and this Some is the purpose. never change. Never. Oh, did you see that? Could you imagine, <laughs> like, now that we've put this on blast, like, yeah. if if all the viewers can imagine, one viewer right now, if <laughs> you, you can will. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave a thumbs up. But if you could imagine what our meetings look like with people, yeah. we did get work done. A lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of work. Very quality work. Super. But we also had fun. And I think people wanted to join our, our conversation sometime. Dude, they wanted to be there. Well, the first day I was there, it was the fourth dimension conversation where that <laughs> went down. Bears. Bears. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, that one. We're going to have a special guest and yes. he's amazing. But that the first day I was like, OK. And I laughed. You know what? I laughed on my first day. I was mm -hmm. super terrified because like. Like you're going through that change right now where you're doing all the onboarding, you're doing all the insurance stuff, like you don't even have any logins. Like I didn't have any logins for a week, but I was spending all that time doing like all the onboarding stuff. But going into the meeting with you, I was like, okay. They're speaking a different language. Well, one, they're speaking a different language. And two, during the breaks, we got to laugh, yeah, right? And it yeah. was that fourth dimension conversation. Yeah. It was. And so I think after that, the change for me was like, okay. 
I accept. Yeah. Like, I accept this. I was watching you do stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. Oh, yeah. Like, not, and, not and bad. Just, like, you have, you have an innate ability to connect to people as well. Like, you're really good at it. And people want to talk to you. It might be the therapist in you. <laughs> um, but, I mean, people want to talk to you. People want to share with you. And they they respect your opinion. Yeah. And, and um, well... I mean, sometimes we'll I, not about peeing, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. It's priorities. You have to have priorities. Um, but I mean, I respect your opinion about things. Um, and so I think that people, again, just building that relationship with people is something that helps us go through these phases of change in our lives. Yeah. And um, I mean, I honestly wouldn't. I, I appreciate the fact that we're doing this podcast because it's another part of, you know, building a, a, a bridge of people and supporters that are, help you through things. And even if we're just talking into a microphone, I feel like, oh, I feel much better now, even though I don't even think anybody's listening. In fact, I know nobody's listening because we have one listener. Thanks, Will. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's an opportunity that I, I can just be real yeah. with people. And, and also I hope that people can feel and be real themselves. I mean, I think that this is not a journey that I've only traveled and, right. you know, other people have traveled it as well. Well, and that's what I was saying. It's, it's hard to put yourself out there, especially in a platform like this, you know, whether it's a YouTube channel, channel, whether it's a podcast, whatever it may be, you know, people will relate to the things that we go through. Right. right. And if we can reach one, two, three people that can relate and, and feel better that they're not alone, like our purpose is being given to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. it serves a purpose to somebody. Yep. And I think that was one of the biggest things about the podcast that I was listening to is like, oh shit, like I'm not alone. Right. Like in my, my feelings that I have of this, this guilt, this, this question, this, oh, I'm raise this way or think this way. Like, I'm not the only one that thinks that way. Right. You know, and, and everybody has all these different, you know, paths of life and journeys and all these things. But if they can relate to us and, and accept that change or, or even just accept themselves right. and say, hey, look, you know, these two people put themselves out. They're a little crazy. A little bit. A little bit. But you know what? I like it. Yeah. So <laughs> the whole time that you were talking about this really profound podcast that you listen to. <laughs> the podcast that I listen oh, to yeah. is New Heights. I know. <laughs> with Jason and Travis Kelsey. But I will tell you, I am an avid listener because it makes me feel at home. <laughs> it makes you feel good. It may, and it validates me when I get mad at football <laughs> and I don't have anybody to talk to. And I'm like, thank you. But then just their realness of, of Jason being like, I was offsides, bro. And I'm yeah. like, thank you for admitting <laughs> thank it. Thank you. Thanks for being honest about it. But also they grew up in the Midwest. And so they were sharing stories about like Cedar Point. And I remember listening to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't thought about that in yeah. years. And then they were talking about Dippin' Dots and they got a sponsor. So Dippin' Dots, if you want to sponsor us, that's perfectly <laughs> fine too. Um, on my or son, anyone really. Anyone, anyone. I mean, we, I do drink a lot of Red Bull. So Red Bull. <laughs> You could Starbucks, Dutch Bros, Dutch, Dutch, Dutch Bros, Bros. <laughs> for real, Dutch Bros. Even producer Will, producer Will is, is shaking, shaking his, his head. head yes. Bro. If you guys have not had the sugar-free peach Red Bull, oh, with the soft foam top from Dutch Bros, you haven't lived life. See, I'm not a huge Red Bull fan. Okay, so I, I've shared this with you. I am not a coffee drinker. But I know. For my whole life, I felt like I wasn't a part of the group. 
I wasn't a part of the clique because everybody's like, let's go get coffee and te- check out my new coffee mug that I got from Starbucks. And I was like, oh, I have this foam cup from Circle K because this oh, is what I get. My God. And, and everybody was like, coffee, coffee, coffee. And I'm like, I hate coffee. I think it's disgusting. Well, it's like a it's like an initiation when you become a teacher. This like, is exactly what I'm saying. You ha- you drink coffee because like as you're doing circle time, you're like, okay like here we go i had like red bull in my coffee cup and i just put it in a coffee cup so people wouldn't judge me about it (laughs) (laughs) and that's how we go back to change you don't you shouldn't care what people think but i everybody was like hey uh, i'll have the caramel macchiato and i'm like i don't even know what that means (laughs) i don't even know how to order sizes people i'm kind of bougie i only like certain types of coffee like when people when people are like oh i love this bland you know blend of espresso and blah 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 blah. and i'm like um i I drink pumpkin spice (laughs) i like the mcdonald's brand (laughs) or or four creams well i I only have like a few (laughs) like white chocolate mocha Mm. that that's what i started with peppermint bark i do get the peppermint but it's very seasonal like i only drink seasonal coffees so it could be ice cold outside and i'm still getting Mm -mm. the iced sugar-free peach Red Bull. No. In the summer, I do like the strawberry acai from Starbucks. Too sweet. Oh, but but it's delicious. Mm. My, my but your Red like, Bull's Wah! not sweet. It's sugar-free, girl. That doesn't mean that the peach pump <laughs> that they put in there <laughs> the has a billion sugars no, in it. It's sugar-free peach, too. Are you sure? Dude, at least they tell me. Oh, okay. That's what they say. You, ma'am, you want the, sh- I know what you want. You want the sugar-free. They want free, your order. You want they the sugar-free sugar free peach with soft top, right? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Bring me, t- take my $22 <laughs> for this one drink. I always have to re-up. <laughs> well, showing us the time. Yeah. I think we've gone down rabbit holes. Um. Anyway, so Dutch Bros, holler at your girl. Yes. We or would, anyone, anyone, really. Really. But, I mean. Yes particularly Dutch Rose, or if you have some type of like charcuterie business, I love charcuterie. You do do a good charcuterie board. Thank you. I appreciate it. I work hard on it. I I vary it every once in a while. But do you want to know what producer Will does? He cooks the meat. Oh, yeah. All the first. The the first week I was here, you made ribs. And they were like, he makes the best meat. And I was like, well, hang on. No. First off, um, I love ribs. And if you see me anywhere, I am so judgy. And you had them in there. And I was like, all right, we'll give them a go. And I was at my desk. I'm new here, right? I was at my <laughs> desk, like, down in some. And they were delicious. Like, Dude. meat fell off the bone. I think they were beef ribs, right? Oh my God. That he was so has good. brought in so much. I, that's one of the things that almost made me stay at this job <laughs> was, when, was when Will brought in the meat. I'm not going to lie. When this dude brought in these shotgun shells, they oh. were, I think it was, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, producer Will, but I think it was like sausage wrapped with bacon in like a, a maple drizzly thing. They're, they're, so they're sausage sweets. Mm. Sweet sausage, like sweet Italian sausage, stuffed in manicotti. A, a shell of manicotti. And then you shell. wrap that in bacon. With like a, oh a my sweet gosh. sauce. Oh my. So if anybody, if anybody wants to make this, what would be your advice? 
Uh, Call Will. Uh, <laughs> when you stuff the shells, stuff them at least 24 hours and put in advance and put them in the fridge. Girl. Oh, so sausage. Sweet what did you call this? The manicotti so shell. I, I do cheese too. I do sausage and cheese. Oh. And then I stuff, I stuff the manicotti in that. And then I put them in the fridge for at least 24 hours so the pasta can like soak up moisture. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Girl, I'm not, oh. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to air a secret. Whenever he would bring in his um, roaster filled with these things, I would see them and I would go take some tin foil. Oh, yeah. And I would Is wrap up like foil eight of them <laughs> and put them in the fridge and hide them. And then at oh. lunchtime, I would go get my own, like, oh, this is the first one I have. <laughs> but I hid eight of them. <laughs> and you had them for lunch. <laughs> for the rest of the week. And I'm okay. like, someone was like, is that the shot? Did Will make more? I was like, no. I, I made, made these. <laughs> what are you talking but about? I, he did inspire me even to go home and make some. However, I will, I need to tell you, mine were a little bit different because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he used good meat. <laughs> I went and got the sausage links that are already like frozen in the sausage links, oh. you know? And then I just got the frozen bacon that's already so frozen bacon. And I just wrapped the bacon around the sausage link. And then I put, um, producer was shaking his head. What's the, you're hurting my soul. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> hey, it was, they were not bad, but, um, and then I put some like sweet stuff on it and I actually, was it good? It, it was delicious. In fact, my brother ate it and he said it were very good, but sometimes he just eats my food and he says, mm, that's good. But then I asked him if he want leftovers and, and he's, he's like, like no. no, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. He's like, no. <laughs> um, but well, and that's another resolution too. People want to start cooking more. Yeah. Have you seen that? I do too. And I, f- I feel bad for my kid, because, but it's only he and I, and he's yeah. super picky with his food. And so I'm like, eh, I don't want to cook, but he likes to make me inventions and sweet things. Aww. Um, I come home sometimes and he like leaves me a little trail of mom, go into the nerf room. And then there's like a picnic that set out oh and he made gosh, me some mac so and cute. cheese. And, yeah. He's so a good kid. the way it goes in my house is my <laughs> husband cooks, right? He's, he's way better cook than I am. And then our oldest likes to cook too. Mm-hmm. And so he's learning. He likes to put his little spin on things and whatever. And the moment I step in there, they're both like, like pit bulls, like get out. Don't like, touch oh. my kitchen. Okay. But guess who gets to clean up the mess? Yeah. I raise I w- my hand. Yes. I would not. I would not sign up for that job. Well, what they, but see, we'll have to go another, another podcast about washing dishes because I could wash dishes for days. But I don't like laundry. So Dishwasher. I'm going to end it there. But Dude, we could be like the, a good person like together. Like you plus me would be one good person. We could fuse together because I don't mind folding laundry. I'll fold laundry oh, all day God. long. I'll do laundry all day. Dishes. Thank the Lord for dishwashers. Well, my dishwasher broke. But again, <laughs> this again, we're going to totally we only have story. like four minutes. Yeah. But like it. It broke, but I, I always hand wash dishes because we, we had one when we were growing up, but it's not my mom was life. always like, this is why I had children. Yeah. Well, no, but she, <laughs> yes, but she was always like the dishwasher doesn't wash them. Mm. You know, they sanitize, they do all these things, you know, a Mexican mother, right? Yep. She hand washes dishes. Um, but no, I, I think one of my resolutions a couple years ago was to cook more. And I think I have, like I've, mm. I've been better dude you made some pasoli and you dropped it off at my house this I weekend did. and it was good there was a I little i was about to ask did that turn out 
It did. It did. It was what I great. needed to do though was I think I needed to cook the meat a little bit more. Uh-huh. But um, it was the flavor was on point, girl. Okay, cool. It was really good. I was on FaceTime with my sister. It was my sister's recipe. So I told everybody like it's my sister's recipe. So if it's bad, it's her recipe. <laughs> if it's good, I made it. No, it was it was really good, dude. No, yeah, she was walking me through everything. Like I'd made it before in Flagstaff, but like eh, I didn't really have, you know, I didn't really know. So I took it from like um some like I'm always weary about getting it from like it Google. Oh yeah. You know, cuz I really want the the, the Mexican recipe, yeah. woman <laughs> to tell me how to do it. <laughs> but yeah, so I think if they give you any measuring cups, that's the way it's wrong. Puzzle. It's <laughs> wrong. exactly correct. <laughs> yeah. Mija, it's just a little bit of this. Oh yeah. Dude, I think so I have a pol I'm half Mexican, half Polish. My oh. Polish grandmother, um she was a wonderful cook. And she made meatballs. And I remember learning how to make her Polish meatballs. In oh. fact, I probably should make them for before we go back to after break. But I'm almost six feet tall, right? Yeah. My hands, yeah. I, I can <laughs> I palm think we talked about a basketball, this. okay? Like, I am not a small woman. And my grandma, on the other hand, is was like five one. She was just a small little thing. And uh, she would be like, no. Raquel, you take it and you just put the ball and you make little mini footballs in your hand and you do this. And I'm like, Grandma, my hand is seven times the size, the of, size your hand. of your hand. This mini is hands. not like your mini meatballs that are perfectly formed and perfectly shaped and little tiny footballs would be like a little Nerf football for me. Okay. So which we, is true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Um, but we have so much to share with you yes, guys. Yes, we do. If you can't tell, this is, we can go down so many rabbit holes and come in and out of them. Weave through them. However, however we do this, I, I hope you guys are entertained by it. Yeah, super entertaining. It's going to be a great time. I look forward to this. This has just been a fun time talking to my friends here. Um, but back to the the topic of today is don't be afraid of change. Absolutely. Don't be afraid. Embrace it, honestly. Embrace it and, and approach it with confidence. Approach it with grace, a, a humility. No, respect what you know, but also respect what you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, take an opportunity to reflect, to restart every day. Um, absolutely. Every day is going to be a good day if you choose it to be a good day. Yeah. Well, and make mistakes too. Mm -hmm. make mistakes, give yourself some grace and learn from those mistakes. Yeah. And that's, that's what you embark. You'll embark on this journey of, of learning from those mistakes and being, you know, giving yourself that grace to, to do better each and every day. Absolutely. And if the change doesn't come right away, it's gonna, it's gonna come, but you have to be consistent. You have to give, you have to allow yourself to just grow. I was watching this real quick episode with uh, uh, Kevin Hart, and he did um, this comedy show with Chris Rock. Oh, there's our alarm to go for a walk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he did this comedy show, and in the comedy show, uh, he was talking about his mom, and he was like, I wish that my mom was here to see me figure it out. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of how I'm at, where I'm at right now, is I haven't figured it all out, but I figured out that it's okay to be different. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to not know what you're doing as long as you're trying every day. Mm -hmm. Just try. Absolutely. Well, and there's a couple of things I read about change. So it says, um, there's no way I'm ever going to figure this out. Um, it may take some more time, but I will do this. Like, you don't have any other choice. Yeah, you don't have a choice. 
But if you can accept that it will come, like it's not going to come tomorrow. Yeah. Let's be real. I'm not like, going to be a marathon runner tomorrow. Oh, four minutes is really <laughs> hard. <laughs> Shout out to your nephew for that one because I can't. But like even even just the simple changes. So I only started running um, probably like three months ago, which I intermittently stopped and, mm-hmm. and didn't have time and, and wanted to sit and eat McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, now that I got back into it, I knew like, okay, I went from, you know, 14 minutes to 12 minutes yep. to, and then there's sometimes where I go back to 14 minutes. Cause I'm like, I'm so tired. That's right. But I'm out there, right? Small, I can do this. Small steps yep. make giant leaps, right? Yes. Small steps do. make giant leaps. I got this little stair stepper and I was like, I'm going to go 20 minutes on it. Girl at three minutes, I was like, <laughs> 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 but, but I guess what? I got off. And I sat down, <laughs> drank some water, but then I got back on. Yes. And I did three, four, five more Ooh, minutes. Look at you go. And then I got off again. Yes. And throughout the day, I maybe did 20 minutes, but in my mind, I was like, I'm going to do 20 minutes right off the butt. <laughs> no, it didn't happen. No. Well, and the one thing I did notice, and just to, you know, just to see the change so you guys can all see, is I did start running and I was at like 14 minutes and I was doing couch to 5K, mm-hmm. right? So you walk and you run and you walk and you run. But I think it was beginning of December where I was like, you know what? I'm going to run straight like mile Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it. And it was just one mile, Mm -hmm. you know, just one for myself. And by just one, just one. Mm -hmm. But like after half a mile, I was like, oh my gosh, look at what I'm breathing fine. Yeah. I can keep going. Yeah. And then like by like point eight, I was like, okay. Look at, but like I couldn't have done that. When I started, yeah. you know, and I, and I was walking, like, I think couch to 5k starts you out at like, you run for 30 seconds, but you walk for a minute and yep. 30, yep. but like throughout that time, like it's going to take some time for some change, That's but right. it's definitely possible. Absolutely possible. Um, our producer will has given us the signal that we need to wrap it up, but we just want to leave it, leave you with this, embrace that change, adapt to it, use it as a stepping stone towards a more fulfilling and meaningful life. I mean. We deserve it, y'all. You deserve it. And your kids deserve it. And your legacy deserves it. And your purpose on this planet deserves it. So thank you for tuning in to our very first episode of Down Down Rabbit Rabbit Holes. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Stay tuned for more laughs and crazy stories and some thought-provoking discussions and hopefully some empowering conversations. Until next time. Embrace the change and keep on shining. Peace, everybody. Peace. Peace.